Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week we talk about real life issues that you're facing and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. All right, ladies. So before we get started, I have a quick announcement. I want to personally invite you to join us for the SOAR community. This community is a great place for you to make new friends with teen girls who love Jesus. And even though they are walking through the same real life challenges that you are, they are overcoming. It's a place where you will have a lot of fun and be inspired and encouraged as you navigate these very interesting years. To learn more about the SOAR community, all you need to do is go to the Uncommon Teen app, or you can go to www.uncommonteen.com and click on the tab that says join the community. Then you will see a button that says sign me up. You can get signed up to learn more about SOAR there. All right, ladies. So I don't know about you, but I have come against so many distractions this year. At the end of 2022, God was showing me some pretty amazing things that he wanted to do with Uncommon Teen this year. And I was so excited about all that he was going to do. And then January 1st came and wow, the enemy really ramped up his game to distract me. I mean, literally from the very first day, January 1st, And I know that I'm not the only one. I've had so many of you ladies telling me the same thing. The distractions this year have been unreal. So whether it's family challenges or social media or phones or even school, it seems like so many of us are facing more distractions this year than we have in the past. But did you know that there is a reason for that? Did you know that it's part of the enemy's plan to have us distracted? The reason is, is because he knows that if he can get us distracted, he can stop what God wants to do in our lives. He can stop us from receiving the blessings that God has for us. He can stop us from fulfilling our purpose. Now, ladies, I don't know about you, but I don't want to give up my purpose. I don't want to give up the blessings that God has given me. The thing about the devil is this. The more that we focus on growing in our relationship with God or doing what it is that he is calling us to do the more the enemy is going to throw distractions our way. So a couple days ago, I was reading in the Bible in Matthew chapter four and was reading the account of when Jesus went into the wilderness. So at this time in Jesus's life, he had not yet started his ministry here on earth. He was really growing and learning. So right before Jesus is going into ministry, he was taking time to fast and to pray. And so he was fasting and praying for 40 days and 40 nights. And he was quite hungry, if you can imagine. (laughs) So starting in Matthew chapter 4, verse 2, it says, And after Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. 
honestly, I don't even think hungry would describe how I would feel. But anyways, it says he was hungry. And the tempter, the devil, came and said to Jesus, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. Now, what was the devil doing here? He was trying to distract Jesus from walking the plan that God had for his life. And so the first thing that he does is he attacks Jesus's identity. Right before Jesus went to the wilderness to fast and pray for 40 days, we can find in Matthew chapter 3, verse 17, that God affirms Jesus and his identity. He tells Jesus, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And so what is the first thing that the devil said to Jesus? He said, if you are the son of God. Well, wait a minute. Didn't God just tell Jesus that this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased? See, that is the first and biggest attack that the enemy is going to try against us too. He's going to try to attack our identity. And he's going to try to tell us that we're not good enough, that we don't fit in, that nobody will like us. Ladies, it's so important to know who it is that God says that you are because this culture is going to scream those things at you. If you don't look a certain way or you don't act a certain way or you don't hang around certain people, then you're really a nobody. And the culture is going to scream that at you. Ladies, it is so, so, so important to know who it is that God says that you are. God says that you are chosen by him on purpose. When you made Jesus the Lord of your life, you were adopted into his family. You are now his daughter. He says that you are his masterpiece, his beautiful work of art. Don't let the enemy attack your identity, ladies. Get into the Bible and really learn and understand who it is that God says you are. So that way, when the devil or the culture or people or whoever it is try to tell you something that's different than what God says, you're not going to believe what they say. When we don't understand who it is that we really are, who it is that God says that we are, we're always going to try to please everybody who's around us. We're always going to try to gain our value and our acceptance from them. And eventually, if we give in, we're not going to like who we are anymore because it's not who God created us to be. Then in those same verses, we see that the devil doesn't just stop at trying to attack Jesus's identity. Next, we see that he's going after Jesus's weakness. Can you imagine how hungry Jesus must have been after going a month, more than a month, without food at all? So what is the enemy attacking now? He's saying, hey, you know what? If you are the son of God, why don't you turn those rocks into bread? And so he's trying to tempt Jesus. He's trying to attack Jesus at his weakest point. But I love that Jesus turns around to him and says to him, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Ladies, think about that. The first thing that he responds with is the word of God. Why does he respond with the word of God? Because the word of God is life changing. The word of God is more powerful than we even realize. John 8, 31 and 32 say, when we abide in the word, when we make it a habit to get into the Bible every day, we are Jesus's disciples. And then listen to verse 32. It says, we will know the truth and the truth will make us free. God's word is the only thing that can make us free. It's the only thing that can overcome the enemy. We cannot outthink the enemy. We can only outspeak him with the word of God. So when the enemy comes at you, and if he's trying to get you at your weakest point, maybe on the inside, like you've been really fighting feelings of depression or anxiety, when you are fighting those feelings and the enemy comes alongside of you and he's like, yep, that's right. That's who you are. I encourage you, take the word of God and stand on the word of God in those areas. Nehemiah 8.10 says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So if you're feeling depressed, you can say, Lord, I thank you, God, that I have your joy on the inside of me. And that joy is my strength. If you're feeling anxious, Philippians 4, 6 through 8 says, 
Do not be anxious for anything, but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, bring your request to God, and he gives you a peace that passes all understanding. It guards your heart and your mind. Claim those verses, speak them out loud, and tell the enemy to leave because he does not have place in your life. Let's go on to read Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. It says, Then the devil took Jesus to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle, or the highest peak, of the temple and said to him. Now here it is again. Listen, he's attacking his identity. He says, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you. And on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. The devil goes on to quote... Two verses from Psalm 91. And so he's throwing them back at Jesus saying, hey, Psalm 91 says this. So if it says this, you can throw yourself off this building and you'll be protected. And listen to what Jesus said to him. Again, it is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Ladies, notice how he's answering with the word of God again. This is why it's important to make sure that you're making getting into your Bible a daily habit. And if you mess up, maybe you miss a day. Start again the next day, but make it a habit to get into the word of God every single day. I'm telling you, it will change your life. And so with these verses, he is actually speaking what Psalm 91 said. However, he's taking it out of context. And because he's taking it out of context, it's no longer the truth anymore. He's twisting it. And that's what he's really good at. He's really good at just giving you enough truth, saying, oh, yeah, I heard that verse before. And then he'll begin to twist it. And then that's where deception can happen. And I am telling you, ladies, there is so much deception today among Christians. They don't know the word of God because they're not actually getting into it for themselves. They're listening to all these people on TikTok or on YouTube. And these people don't really know what they're talking about. And it's leading so many Christians to be deceived. Ladies, get into the word. Start reading it daily. All right. So back to Matthew. So up to this point, The devil has attacked Jesus's identity more than once (laughs) to try to get him to not believe that he was somebody that he was. And then he attacked Jesus's weakness, his hunger. And then the next thing he attacked was the word of God and began to twist it. Now in Matthew 4, verse 8, it says, Again, the devil took Jesus up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And the devil said to Jesus, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And so what the devil was doing here was he was offering Jesus a shortcut. He's saying, if you do this, if you bow down and worship me, then I'll give you all of this. See, the devil is the God, little G God, (laughs) not our God, our heavenly father. He's the little G God of this world system. When Adam sinned in the garden of Eden, he handed this world over to the devil. And so the devil has a right to be here on the face of this planet. And so the devil was like, you know what? All this belongs to me, but I can give it to you. I can give you a shortcut. All you have to do is bow down and worship me. Jesus knew. He knew that he was going to be beaten beyond recognition. He knew that he was going to be humiliated and hung on a cross in front of everybody. He knew that he was going to have to die an excruciating death so that he could have a relationship with us. So that he could call us his daughters. So that we could have our sins forgiven once and for all. Jesus knew the word. He knew what it was going to take. And if he bowed down to Satan, he could take the easy way out, the shortcut. But you know what? If he did that, we wouldn't have the hope that we have today. 
And the same thing is true for us. Satan is going to try to come after our God-given purpose. That was Jesus's purpose on this earth. It was to die on the cross, take our sins with him so that we could now be in a relationship with Jesus again when we choose to accept him as our Lord and Savior. God wants a family more than anything, and he wants all of us as a part of his family. Satan's going to try to do the same thing to us. He's going to try to go after our God-given purpose. And make us think that, number one, we don't have a purpose. I mean, ladies, I want you to be honest. How many times have you thought to yourself, why am I here? Do I really have a purpose? Is there really a purpose for me being here? You have a purpose. Jeremiah 29, 11 says that God has a plan for your life of good and not evil to give you a future and a hope. And number two, if we do know our purpose, he wants us to take a shortcut and compromise our integrity so that we can get there faster. I've seen this so many times, ladies. Oh my goodness, I've seen it so many times with adults, how they they know what their plan and their purpose is, but they don't want to wait to get there. So they try to take a shortcut and that shortcut always leads in failure. It always leads them further away from God and not closer to him. Maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't really know what that plan and purpose is. And that's okay. I still don't even know my full purpose and plan. God reveals little bits at a time for me. And he will do the same thing for you because he knows if he revealed the whole thing all at once, it would freak us out. And we'd be like, uh, there's no way that's happening. So in the process, in the wait, while we're waiting for that plan and purpose to come, he's growing us. We're growing in our character. We're growing in our people skills. We're growing in all these different areas of our life. We're stepping out of our comfort zone. We're making a difference right where we are, and the little things, the things that maybe sometimes we don't think really matter, but they really do. And while you're in those seasons, God will then begin to reveal that next step to you. And all you do is take that next step that he reveals. And then he opens the door and it's like, hey, look, this is what you're stepping into. And then even when you're there, you're not really there. God has even more. So if you don't yet know your purpose, don't worry about it. Just make that next right step that he's given you. Maybe it's what I was talking about earlier. Maybe you haven't made it a habit to spend time reading the Bible every day. And ladies, this is not a rule issue. This is an issue of just getting to know God. The number one way that God speaks to us is through his word. So when we spend time daily just reading his word, that's when we really truly get to know the word and the word makes us free like John 8, 32 says. So going back to Jesus being tempted by Satan, I want you to listen to what Jesus does in Matthew chapter 4, verse 10. It says, Then Jesus said, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And watch what happens. The devil left him. (laughs) So James 4, 7 says that when we submit our lives to God, when we make God a habit, we make his word a habit in our lives, we submit to him the word of God will go from just head knowledge of, okay, yeah, I know this, to it'll go to heart knowledge like, oh, with every ounce of my being, I get it. I understand it. For example, most of us grew up listening to the song, Jesus Loves Me. But how many of us have ever stopped to really let that sink in? Jesus loves me. He loves me so much that he would die on a cross, an excruciating painful, humiliating death so he could have a relationship with me. And then when we let that sink in, it hits us in a totally different way. It's like, oh, 
God doesn't just love me. He loves me. Ladies, do you really know that God is not mad at you? That he loves you so, so much? Do you get into the Bible daily? Not because you have to, not because it's a checklist that you check off, but because you can't wait to see what he's going to show you next. The more you spend time in the word of God, the more he will reveal his love to you. And then the more that you get his word in your heart, not just your head, but in your heart, the more that you are able to become free in every area of your life. Depression is gone. Anxiety is gone. Fear is gone. Because you are now free. Because you know that the God, the God of the universe, the one who created us, he loves you and he's on your side and he's fought your battles for you. And now you're more than a conqueror. Ladies, it's the only true way to freedom. It's the only way to win against Satan and his attempts to distract you. So I want to encourage you, ladies, this week to do two things. Number one, make it a habit to read the Bible daily. And if you mess up, if you accidentally miss a day, it's okay. Start again the next day. It's all right. Start in the book of John if you need a place to start. Take your time reading it and ask God to show you his word. Ask him what he wants you to see today. Ask him to reveal his word to you so you understand it. Now, I want to give you this quick tip on how to read your Bible. Most versions of the Bible have chapters that are broken up into sections. For example, John chapter 1 is broken up into seven different sections. The first section is titled The Eternal Word. The second section is titled John's Witness, The True Light, and then so on. (laughs) So just read one section a day and ask yourself questions as you read. For example, read the section that is titled The Eternal Word, and then ask yourself questions as you read it. For example, John 1 verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So ask yourself questions like, what does John mean when he says in the beginning? He's talking about in the beginning before the world was even formed. In the beginning before creation was the Word. Well, what is the Word? The Word here is talking about Jesus. So you can read the verse like this. Before the world was even formed, there was Jesus. And Jesus was with God. And Jesus was God. And now it brings a different light to you because you stop to think, okay, what is the Bible really saying to me? And then continue that on throughout the rest of the section. Ask yourself questions and watch how God reveals things to you. All right. The second thing that I want to encourage you to do is, again, to download that sheet that I'm going to send out in the email this week called Who Am I? And it's got several different things that God says that you are. Begin to speak those over your life every morning when you wake up and every night before you go to bed. And watch how when you grow in your identity with God, it changes things. Now, if you are not yet a part of our email list, all you have to do is go to the Uncommenting app and click on the tab that says, don't miss a thing. Put your name and your email address in there, and then that's it. You're on the list. If you are listening to this after Sunday, March 18th, and you want a copy of this, but you're not on our email list, go to the Uncommenting app, click on the tab that says Connect with Jamie, and let me know that you want this. And when you do that, I will email you back the verses so that you have those too. All right, ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. Now repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, have an amazing week, and we'll see you back here next time.
Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know just how much God really does love you. Now, I want you to repeat after me, and I want you to mean it with all your heart. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, so I have a question for you. What does your summer look like? What is one thing that you are going to do this summer that is going to change your life forever? What are you going to do this summer to help you make friends who love Jesus that will help you grow in your walk with God all while having a blast? If your answer is, well, (laughs) not really a whole lot. Well, I have something just for you that will help you do all of those things. Are you interested? What if you did something this summer that could change your life forever? Ladies, I want to invite you to join me for Uncommon Teen Live 2024 because you are going to do just that. You are going to meet your new besties. You're going to have a blast and grow in your walk with God. So grab your parents, head on over to UncommonTeen.com and grab your tickets today.